And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Track drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music... Nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim. I am your host. Today we have really one of my absolute favorite local artists and not even just local but they've toured all over the place and i know i know i want to be unbiased but they are they're one of my absolute favorite um boston local scene country acts they have a new album coming out this friday we're still here cannot wait for this album it is you know their first full studio album since luckier by half came out um this album is going to be fantastic there's a bunch of a bunch of shows this week um for them including a release party at the paradise rock club this friday may 20th go get your tickets you do not want to miss these guys at all they're going to play cape cod melody tent this summer they're also part of the opening acts at mgm venue at fenway it's it's unbelievable you know, you're. I don't want to say too much, and I know I'm probably stumbling over my words, but this episode means so much to me. Um, Dalton and the Sheriffs, I've wanted to have on this show for a year now, and with schedules and all that stuff, I'm so thankful they were able to sit down and, and do this with me. We did this back in April. Um, I've held on to this episode until now so that it would coincide with their release of we're still here and i really can't wait for you guys to hear this and the conversation um to really you know everybody in the band i can't thank you all enough for everything um the way you've treated me and the way you have been so supportive of me and everything that i'm doing here like it's 
it's really, really, really incredible, and I can't thank you all enough um, for it, honestly. So, really, without further ado, I present to you my conversation with Dalton and the Sheriffs. Hey guys, just a firmly reminder, we are coming up on our one-year Boots & Whiskey podcast anniversary. We are kicking it off. A great celebration, June 11th. Country Jam, Wojcik's Farm, 65 Milk Street, Blackstone, Massachusetts. This is a 21-plus event from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. Cat Country is going to be there out of Providence. Come check it out. Get your tickets. You'll be able to see Wendy and the Cultivators, Pete Tyler Band, Trigger South, the Pub Kings, Goat Roper Band, Houston Bernard, and Timmy Brown will be our headliner. It's going to be a hell of a night. Get your tickets. You're not going to want to miss it. June 11th, Country Jam. Wojcik's Farm. We'll see you there. I also want to say a big thank you to our friends over at CMV Music Network for sponsoring today's episode and helping us bring it to you. Always remember CMV Music Network. It's where musicians come to play. All right. Hey, guys. What's going on? How's it going? Good. Uh, thanks for being on the show. It's been a, it's been a long time. Uh, it's, it's been crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, I feel like we're still getting back into the idea of uh, the world being fully open and being able to plan things. And I, I, I can just speak from our... Uh, last night, driving to New York was probably the most normal I've felt totally. in a long time. Yeah. So long. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's, it's been nuts. You know, I've been talking to you guys for, you know, since I started this show practically. And, you know, I stumbled across you because you were nominated for something. And I hadn't heard of you guys. I was like, "Who the hell is this?" So I. It's a common, common it, question. So I. Or something, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I threw it on Spotify. I threw "Luckier by Half" on Spotify, and listened to it through. And I'm one of those like, you know, I'll listen to it. And, All right, I'll give it another shot, yeah. and another shot turned into another shot, and another shot, and another shot. And I just, I haven't turned it off. Nice. Love that. I really appreciate you know, it. So much. Um, I say it all the time. I try not to be biased on this show. But you guys are my favorite regional act. Oh my god! Thank you know? You're our favorite favorite podcast. <laughs> also, probably our only podcaster. So, <laughs> kind of, a, we're, might be in the same boat yeah. on that. You know. So, I have a quick funny story before I let you get into who you are. So, I host um, bingo and trivia a couple of nights a week, and I played one of your songs, and a kid comes up to me and says, "I I know this story. You know this. I yeah, know this story. You know this story know because you're like." So he comes up to me and says, you know Dalton and the Sheriffs? He's like, yeah. Sorry, we're Turn just going Turn off that damn thing. There we go. Awesome. There we go. Yay. Wow, look at that. Solutions probably, everywhere. Probably, nobody could probably even hear it anyway. Yeah, we're so good. good. Look at that. You just earned everything right there. Yeah. Hey, we're doing an interview, Bryce. You want to come in? It's fine. Yeah. No, yeah. It's all good. So yeah, so I said, yeah, of course I do. And he was like, oh, well, my brother and this and that. And yeah, they're a good family. Yeah. They, uh, those guys are everywhere. Yeah. And they, he sent me a text message. He's like, I'm sitting in a bar. It was Clinton, right? Yeah. Clinton Mass. He's like, I'm sitting in a bar in Clinton Mass. And all of a sudden, they start playing Dalton. And my mind's just blown. I'm like, how do you know these guys? <laughs> and he's like, how do you know these guys? Right. Well, like, because that's the thing. Like, I play the stuff I find all the time. And, you know, just for me, because I don't want to hear the you know, radio shit. And, you know, to spread awareness and you know so it's it's been cool well we appreciate it yeah. so much so tell me about you guys how did how how does this Dalton and the Sheriff's thing come to be 
there's like a number of different eras of the Dalton experience, uh, ranging from when it first started, I was just playing music to pay for my master's degree solo. And, uh, you know, we, we went through anything from like playing bar gigs to like starting to have people like the songs to like playing big shows and having some hard guns in to like go on our first tours. And from there, you know, right before the pandemic hit, this lineup came together. And I, I've been saying it, and I think it's true that this is the first time this has been a true band, and I think that that's what you hear. The first work that we produced as a group was Luckier by Half, yeah. and we made it during the pandemic thanks to like <clears throat> people supporting us in very specific ways like that a lot of other bands don't get the benefit of. So it was, it was really, I, I think there's no coincidence that this lineup coming together and that record getting made has led to the jump that we've had in the last you know even in the middle of the pandemic somehow we grew in the pandemic which yeah for all my griping about everything that's happening uh we, we have a long confusing conversation about how whether this actually helped us but uh um, yeah well you know i hear it all the time for with bands and artists and they were like you know really as much as it all sucked it was like the best thing for a lot of people okay. especially in this, right and we, we learned how to be in the studio together and uh we actually our new records coming out in um on May 20th. Nice. And uh, I think we're going to play a bunch of those songs tonight. We just, uh, we learned a bunch of them when they, yeah. we got the mixes back. And we're pretty excited for the new record. Yeah. I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to like it. Or maybe you'll hate it. You guys set that bar pretty high, but lucky everybody has. I've never been so proud of anything I've ever Me either. Same. Same. Music. Same. 25 years of playing music and, and this is... And, and lucky everybody half was magic, right? Yeah. Like we went up the studio, for most of us it was the first time that we like went into the studio and stayed there for three weeks or whatever it was yeah, and almost three, weeks. three weeks and we, we just sat there and we made music and we learned how to work together and you know at that point there was a lot of confusion still like there was trying to figure out when the world would open like here we are and I would argue that we're just starting to get open now yeah. you know two years later and we were up there making this record in the middle of kind of the maelstrom of like all the craziness yeah, and yeah. not knowing what to expect and you know it was important because we learned to do it, but this record was just different. Yeah. And it w could not have happened without the first one, without the confidence of like the team that we built. And you know, at the end of the day, it's this, it's all about relationships in this band. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. It's the relationship between the band, between the people who come to the shows, between people like Bryce who's been with me, you know, what, seven years now, something like that. that. You know, and uh, you know, it's, that's what makes it work and having, the ability to go in and make this new record right now with the confidence that we have going right now as a group and just the trust I think among everybody um, has been it's, it's pretty magic yeah yeah I mean you guys have I mean you guys have a story that is you know now that I've gotten to know it a little bit better um, is pretty incredible too I mean you stopped teaching yeah I mean it's it's crazy it's it was never it's never planned like I've been playing music my whole life. Yeah. Long after people want to interview me in a very nice green room downstairs, <laughs> no one can see it. So it's extremely lavish. Yeah, it is. It's uh, nice. Full you know? of video games to be yeah. played and yeah. plenty of hydration and, and a, a very <laughs> wide variety of uh, Bud Light seltzers in the fridge. Three different kinds. Trust of us, we would never lie to you. That, that, that's around. But I mean, exposed pipe is a nice touch. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I, that's in right now. But I'm, I'm going to be playing music for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that's because that's what keeps me sane. 
I think we're all in the same boat too. Right. We're all just like we've been doing it so long, twenty five yeah. years, and we're all still gonna be doing it once uh you know, once Yeah. Once whatever happens. Whatever happens, whatever's next, right? So <laughs> we'll still be here. And I think that that's the key is like we didn't set out to do this. And it just the opportunities had we we've had Ryan was here. Ryan's been here the longest. We've had opportunities for a number of years now, and we did not capitalize on them. And I, that's on me, like figuring out how to do it right way. And like, but the difference is, it's not just me anymore. Right. It's not just me and my wife. It's not just me and Bryce driving all the way across the country in a very smelly van. <laughs> We've got, I've got a whole team of people that believe in it as much as we do, and are willing to do things in a, in a with an open mind and, and just, you know, I think that's just rare. Like yeah. we, we just keep going back to the studio because we're like, we're not done. We're just going to keep yeah. writing because you never know how long you get to do it. Right. So the stuff you've just done in the studio that's coming out, how many of those songs did you have going into Luckier by Half? None of them. Zero. This is we, 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 I don't even know if we had any of them going into 2022. Yeah. No, oh, okay. Yeah. So these I are mean, maybe fresh. We, maybe we started a couple at the end of the year, but most of them are uh, fresh. Right? Yeah, wow. Kind of went yeah. out to a cabin in New York State. Yeah. Just wrote. In the middle of the woods for three days straight, just... The only thing we did, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, was uh, drink. Oh, no, write music. <laughs> well, it was, it was so, it's such, like a, such a scully operation. It was like, okay, write a song, eat a meal. Yeah. And like, <laughs> that's all we did. It was like, we like wrote a song. We're like, okay, we finished the song. Go get some food. We yeah. treat okay, ourselves like, we treat ourselves like dogs and treats. So. <laughs> like, oh, you wrote a song, you get a meal. Yeah. <laughs> Who's a good boy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we ate good when we were at the cabin. We ate a lot. Ate a lot. But I mean, we we wrote seven of the songs in yeah. three days. Yeah. They're wow. on this record. And the other Damn. ones we wrote, someone Nantucket. Yeah. Yep, we wrote Nantucket, and then we like finished them right before this all came down yeah. with the next record. And um, I mean, I I can't wait to hear. Honestly, yes. yeah. I feel like we're sitting on a secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like you guys are a secret. You know, to the people outside of you know really. Boston and you know some other places you know you guys have a pretty decent following you know it's it's almost like we don't I mean me personally I don't want to I don't want to see you go anywhere <laughs> you know like I, for you guys of course you know but you know you guys are you know playing some of you know you played at the pavilion last summer you know how the hell does that how does that come you know, from going to the Bell and Hand on Sunday nights to, <laughs> we, we, you know, uh, not to be cliche, right? <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a testament of uh, pressure and time is really what it is. The problem right? is like, you couldn't fit 4,000 people into Bell and Hand, so we had to find a bigger venue. <laughs> that's right. right. You know, it, it's, if they show up, we'll play. You know, it's, it's funny because I know people that have, have, you know, followed you more closely than I have in the last, you know, almost year now. And... You know, people tell me stories of, you know, them standing outside of, you know, the Bell and Hand or, or wherever and not being able to get in and having to listen from outside. It's it's a remarkable thing. It, it's the, we don't have virtually any industry support whatsoever. Like, Which is, to me, absolutely insane. <clears throat> well, but, I mean, I, I don't know, yeah. I'd say, I'd say for now, we have a little bit more we get, now. We got oh, yeah. more now yeah. than we did before, but yeah. like, it's all just these kids that show up and they built it and... Every time a, a residency would get maxed out somewhere and people could get in, we'd add a different night at a different bar. Yeah. And essentially, it's not the way you're supposed to do it. They have all these like radius clauses about where you can't go, and you know, we just ignore all of them. And the only reason it works is because they drink so much oh, yeah. beer. Yeah. I'd like to throw so out much beer. 
uh, before we joined, Dennis and I were two of the people standing outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were those people. We were yeah. those people. You know, it's you know, it's really a. Te- I think it's a testament to the songs. You know, and I, I say you know, I'm I'm pretty emotional for for a dude. And I have no problem saying that. You know, but I listen to Luckier by Half on a weekly basis, and you know, I'm sure with you guys in this industry, you know, it's a mirror of you know. I threw it out. I threw it out there a couple of weeks ago on Facebook and said, "Like this album is like the soundtrack of this podcast and all the bullshit I've gone through with it." You know, because it's like you know the things with the wife and the kids and just grinding until it's something. You know, I feel it deep. You know, I have that connection. It's like almost, it's really become a soundtrack. So I like I thank you guys for that. Thank you, I appreciate it, man. We uh, I think. I don't know, you, are you Bruins guy? Yeah. Okay, so like last night, the kid got called up from Bill Ricca. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And scored a goal. And it, that's, like, that is, people re- will remember that yeah. more so than, like, the hat tricks this year. Because that's the kind of, I don't know that in any other city, what we do would be valued the same way. <laughs> but people, like, they just, like, wanted you to be yourself and just yeah. do it. And that's that's what we try and write. Like, we're not, like I said, we've been making a joke recently that, like, it's been a little crazy the last couple months. There's been a lot of cool things happening, a lot of weird things happening. Just, just in general, it's been things are starting to move for yeah. us. And I just laugh. I'm like, well, I've lived in this body for 41 years, <laughs> and I know what this body should be expecting from responsible people. So anything that that doesn't jive with that, I'm kind of like, no, I was there. Yeah. You're you're wrong here. So I I don't know. It's just kind of like these guys are very very talented in the band. Yeah. And they could play in any band that you ask them to play in, and they're choosing to play in this band. And I think people can feel that, and they they know that. And I I just think it's authentic. If it wasn't real, if for a minute we acted in ways that people didn't expect, yeah, you could take it, it would be over. Yeah, right. Like so, it's like I think people who don't know us don't get it, but the people who know us understand that like we just we do what we do. We hang out with the people we we know, and we just try and make everybody sing along and ha- be happy. Yeah. So for the rest of you guys, like, how did how did you how did you piece this all together? So Dennis and I've been playing bands together for too long, 15, 20 years or something like that. And uh, Jake was a friend of ours, so we all sort of joined at the same time uh, through the studio that we record at. And we, Scully and I, just sort of became friends over the years. And like I said, we were at the shows, yeah. just hanging out, and we'd always have conversations. And eventually, it kind of turned into you know. Let's maybe collaborate on something. Yeah. So and Ryan's been with me the longest. Yeah, I've been playing with the Boston scene for probably fifteen years. But I, I joined through the old drummer who got me in the old vinyl player. Nice. He manages to convince him to stick around long enough for things to be cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so for the things you guys have done, you know, um, you know, I know some things you've done, but why don't you tell us some some of the cooler things? Everything's cool, right? But. <laughs> The more you know, flashier things that maybe people would recognize outside of this city. Um, so before these guys came on board, we did a lot of touring actually for a band that wasn't signed by anybody. So we did like a Bud Light tour of like the <coughs> SEC colleges, mm-hmm. and you know, for one year, and then we went and did, did uh, Rock the South, Rock the South Festival, nice. um, CMA Fest twice. Uh, we did a lot of like strategically placed gigs around Patriots shows or Bruins games. Nice. We go to like Nashville and sold out like five shows in three nights because the Patriots were in town. 
So I don't know if that counts in people's book, but it counts in my book. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and then we went on a, a real tour for the first time, a real headlining tour of small places. This was actually one of them in that first tour. And we battled. I think we did really well, all things told. Yeah. But it's now, you know, the key has always been Boston. The key has always been the big venues. Yeah. That Pavilion show is uh, crazy. Crazy and a dream come true. And just, you know, even the fact that, like, I think we were one of the first independent bands to ever book it as a headliner. Yeah. And to have it work out and be a very successful show on the first day of mass restrictions in Boston was uh, was wild. Yeah, yeah. And we had record alcohol sales. Record yeah, alcohol. I'm, I'm we, sure. No, no, no one sales. They, yeah. they called from uh, <laughs> call from Los Angeles. Live was like, who the hell was playing? <laughs> we got to look out at one point, and four thousand people put their phones in the air with the light. Yeah, and I don't know, a little dust got in my eye. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> And like I said, you know, I keep going back, and you know, this this show has never really been about the music, but for you guys and for me, you know, it's become that. You know, it's like I said, these every song you guys have right now that is out, like I almost feel like, you know, I don't. It sounds so cliche and dumb, but like they were written, like somebody was, like one of you were following me, <laughs> you know. And it's, you know, I've even got my twelve year old, you know, screaming out you know tell it play you know awesome. I put it on and he looks at me and he'll laugh and I'm like you know my mo your mother and I this is how we feel about you guys and this is That's how awesome. this is what we want for you and you know like because it, it's true you know like I get I'll get goosebumps <laughs> even just talking about it you know I said to I said to Jake I was like you know I've interviewed some people and I've never been nervous like I am I was for this conversation because it's like when the songs hit you like that, you know, it's it does something. My son wrote an essay about Teleplan this week. For Did he really? It's oh, kind of funny because cool. kind of it was Charlie who doesn't always, like, Charlie's just a happy-go-lucky kid. He just happened, and then he wrote this, like, really powerful thing about Teleplan. I was like, shit, <laughs> doing okay. Yeah. You know? You know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, <clears throat> you guys have been able to do so much, especially in this area. I mean, you are in a float for the Southie Parade, that you know, how, how, is, how does that happen? Well, listen, you know? everything we do is, is, uh, is, is just an invention. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like, hey, do you want to go on a float? And then we go to Bryce over there. And, say, hey, and we're we like, hey, Bryce, can we do it? And he's like, do it? Yeah, yeah, we can do it. Uh, so it's kind of a funny story. So Dennis, you're actually friends with Falvey, right? Yep. From, yeah. from being in the same town and somehow, I think it was L Street Tavern reached out and they wanted us to play. So we're like, yeah, sure. What can go into it? So apparently many, many roadblocks to being in a parade. Many. First of being like, you can't rent floats post-pandemic. Like there's so many things about our entertainment industry that don't exist anymore. Yeah. So it's like, we've had to like adjust on the fly and figure out how to do all this stuff couldn't internally. Use, couldn't use gas, our gas generators. Yeah, so we go like, yeah, the I night saw, before, saw. couldn't use them. We literally bought electric generators, and they're awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like if I had money, I would invest in. <laughs> Don't do like zero. Right now. Goal zero. We yeah we we ran the entire thing off electric batteries. Damn. The entire thing. That's not the whole the whole and the whole band. The whole band, the yeah. VRX yeah. system, yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, and from from you know, I've never been to the Southie Parade. You know, my wife's from Boston. She used to go all the time, and you know the clips I saw on Instagram and stuff. You guys sounded great. You know, Thank you. well, that's Bryce. Yeah, that's Bryce. Bryce, that's our sound guy here. Yeah. Good Bryce, job, we treat Bryce, Bryce like a uh, band member. 
because he's the only one who would stick with me for a long time. <laughs> he earned his place. But like, there's we learned early on that when you don't have industry friends, having someone who is really really good at making sound happen is crucial. Yeah, and that cares too. That's the biggest difference. I think. It is. And he's, he's part cares. of our team. And, and oh yeah, hell yeah. And so that that's why we sounded good, right? Because he was there making sure we sounded good. Right. <laughs> so I know you guys got some things coming up. You know, we you announced today uh, the MGM show. That's wild. huge. Yeah. That's wild. I, I just love that for the rest of my life I'm going to walk by and tell my kids and be like, that was the first the old man was the first person to ever play that stage. <laughs> Thank you, snacker. Like, Dad, it was Tuesday. <laughs> it's only been a week, Dad. Let it go. Why are you walking with a limp? <laughs> so, do you, I mean, you, you have to, you know, really, you know, other than the talent, you know, the grind must have helped a lot of that. The, the grind is everything. It's still going. It's still going. It's not going to end. We, we have constant conversations. I'm, I'm a big talker. That's all right. Which is, you know, this show's typically so, an hour, so. <laughs> but they, you know, we have a plan of how to do things, and it is not easy. And it, is, and it requires all of us to sign up to do it in a way that allows us to make sure that we don't forget how important every single step is up into that show yeah. at Fenway. And there's a, a thousand ways to mess it up and to act the wrong way and just having everybody on board with what we have to do this summer to get back to there. It's like we, we threw that party at the pavilion was the most insane thing I've ever been a part of. Yeah. And it was like it happened in a vacuum. No one even knew. If yeah. you weren't there singing along, it, yeah. you, it didn't happen. The next morning it was gone. It was right. <laughs> right. So into we, the wind. we have to do it all again now and make sure people actually understand what's happening. Yeah. You know, and uh, that requires getting back out and, and <clears throat> executing the same summer we did last year. It's like, it's not easy. It's it's a grind. Yeah. And, you know, we don't, people don't really take days off in this band. Like, unless we're physically made to by our significant other. <laughs> uh, other than that, it's just like ready to go. And like, honestly, that's why we're going to be okay. Because we know how to do that. Yeah. But uh, it's, 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 it's going to be a grind of a summer. We're going to yeah. work hard. That's some so, big shows going on. Yeah. Well, like, I, that's what I was going to say. Because I, I can't remember. And I don't know if it was put out there and it wasn't supposed to because I haven't seen it since. But are you guys opening for Kip or for Chris Lane? Chris Lane. Okay, Chris Lane at Bold Point Park. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for people listening to this, you know, that maybe not have gotten their tickets yet, we've actually partnered with Bold Point to give away tickets for the country shows this year. Oh, nice. So we'll be doing that. So that's I'm super excited for that. Now, which actually brings me to my point. And what fascinates me about you guys, you know, and I've heard it, you know, you guys have been nominated for like country act, local act of the year. Um, I don't know, and I've heard you say it, but I don't know if I personally would have ever called you a country band. You know, I don't. It goes in and out. So here's here's what I always say. For me personally, with the music that I like, I think the stories I want to write and tell are don't fit in any other genre. Well, that's that's what that's what I was going to say, is that the songs and the lyrics and the storytelling is 100% country. It's, you know, the sound, and no disrespect to anybody, it's, you know, it's a rock and roll band with... The new record definitely stuff. leans a little more country. Oh, sweet. Yeah. There's a lot more pedal steel and oh, like nice. twang guitar stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's, still, it's still country with 
I think a lot of us used to listen to 90s rock in different ways, different kinds of Alice in Chains to Third Eye Blind, all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's all our influences mixed with the fact that we love country, mixed with Scully's lyric writing, that right. kind of, you know. We don't. I just think that this next record is going to be like the perfect representation of the Dalton sound. Yeah. Awesome. So That's yeah, awesome. I think yeah. everyone will really love it. Yeah. Yeah, Luke, Luke Combs, Hill Steel Player, played on that album. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Name's he was fire. No, no big deal. Awesome. Yeah, he's he played right. that Monkey as well. He, yeah, he's yeah. It just, it just, there's not a ton of it. It's really, you know. Right. But this one's a little. He got more. a little more comfortable this time. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Kurt's got a name around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, because I I talked to people like when I was first starting this, I'm like, you know, I'd ask around to the local acts. I'm like, who's Dalton the Sheriff? And like, how do you not know? <laughs> and I was like, I'll just get into this, guys. So, um, how does the name come to be? It's all you, Scully. <laughs> well, well, buddy. It's all you, Dalton. I told the story a lot. It's true. Uh, well, like no, yeah. sh- like no shit. I I was referring to Scully as Dalton for the longest time, and <laughs> somebody said to me, like, "That's not his name." And like I'm scouring the internet, I'm like, "What the fuck Scully is his name?" Have, Scully used to have a personal <laughs> Instagram that was Scully is Dalton. Or yes, Dalton I did. Is Scully. <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, I was teaching. Yeah, and it was just the Brian Scully band probably 12 years ago and we wrote the song You Ain't Her and we put out like the first video and all this stuff and uh, we so we show up and uh, I go into my class my sophomore English class and I walk in we're supposed to be writing essays in the computer lab and these two kids I like them they're good kids they come to the shows now which is hilarious (laughs) but uh, they all press play on the You Ain't Her video at the same time on their computers so I gave out a couple detentions and then uh, changed the name immediately because I couldn't like afford to like have people like following yeah. us when I was still teaching. So one of the kids in the band was a drummer, and that was like the early awkward stages of Boston's love of country, mm-hmm. where like we thought that it meant like cut off jeans and yeah. straw cowboy hats yeah. as opposed to like what it really was. So he would go to shows and he would just efface a demeanor of being a, like like a guy from like the country. And he would call himself Dalton after uh, after Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze. So I just, yeah, I like that name. It's like distinct. And then I put it together with, I always like Hootie and Blowfish or like Tom Tom and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. So I just came, I came across Dalton and the Sheriffs and I hated it, but we needed a name. So I was just like, literally it was like, does anybody just have this name? No, this is our name now. So like one week later we got like, couple of opening shows for Thomas Red in this first big tour yeah. and that they started doing the radio ads for Dalton Sheriffs and that was it we were like stuck and there was a period of time where people just they think that that was my name so like if you're trying to sneak into one of our shows they'd ask you me what's his real name like I know Dalton they are like well what's his real name and they're like Dalton and then they are like back of the line yeah. <laughs> people ask me where's Dalton yeah. yeah I respond you know it's a, it's fine I mean we were we're all Dalton, right? And we're all we're, uh, all we're sheriffs, sheriffs, actually. Yeah, I'm <laughs> all this stuff. Darius knows how it is. So, what do you, other than you know the shows that we know of this year? Is can you allude to us anything that we should be on the lookout for? Uh, well, there's not. I think we'd be open about the all of it. The Martha Vineyard Fest. Yeah, we got to add to Beach Road Weekend. Nice. That's and Loco and Jason Isbell, Emmy Lou Harris. Emmy Lou Harris. Nice. Um, which is pretty wild, and then um, the Chris Lane show, yeah, and 
the Fenway show. I mean, the, the Fen so what would typically happen if you were going to play Fenway is that you'd sign a contract that would say 90 days before, 45 days after, you can't play any other shows in Boston. Really? It's, a, it's a radius clause. So like, but they just know that people keep showing up and we know the guys that own the venues okay. and they're like, as long as the beer's flowing, like mm -hmm. they don't really care yeah. what we do. Yeah. So we kind of went an end around on the whole thing. So we're going to be focused on like playing the bars in the neighborhoods that got us to this point oh, nice. to kind of reconnect with everything. So we can do tall ships. We do the capo shows. I'll be at Bellingham every Sunday. I'm going to go back and try and hit a lot of the bars that we hit like coming up and stuff and just like do a one-off show here there we're Tinker Sun next weekend so we're in Nantucket a whole bunch Nantucket Chicken Box so Bryce is the head sound guy at the Chicken Box oh, nice. hashtag not a DJ <laughs> <laughs> he's in his booth and sometimes the, the ladies think he's a DJ but he is not a DJ not so you know these are the places that made us like these are the, the people that helped us get where we are and we're going to go out there and, and just grind it out so when you guys were coming up was it just Boston <laughs> and those those bars, or did you you know make your way out to Worcester? Or this you used, to, you used to play the Simple Man Saloon back in the big beginning at Clinton. Really? Believe it or not, yeah. Wow, what a it's crazy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> sorry, I'm coughing. No, that's alright. I've been in there once or twice for the company I work for that does trivia and bingo. It's it's a it's a it's a nice place. It's nice. We had some good shows there, and there was like early stuff, and you know, I don't know. It's it's been a ride. Yeah, right. we just we, we sort of had a, any stage as a stage that we were willing to play. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you've guys done a bunch of stuff out in Chicago. <coughs> yeah, that Chicago. So the basis of our touring has been longevity. Yeah. So like, we're now twelve years into the Dalton experience. A lot of people came to school in Boston and then went somewhere else. People left for work. People got married and moved away. So in a lot of the cities that have Boston connections, we got a solid group of 100 or 200 people who come to the shows and we post yeah. them. And Chicago feels like Boston to <clears> us <throat> when we go out there. Yeah. Um, just bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we've got friends out there, so it's just, it feels like a home out there, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, I have, a, I have another podcaster friend that she lives out there. And uh, you opened one of the shows for, I forget even who the hell was there. It was not long ago. Travis Denny. Tra Travis Denny. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. And I was like, you got to go and see Dalton oh, Church. Before Bobby. You. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bobby. And um, she was like, all right. I was like, trust me. Just trust me. And she, you know, texted me after. She's like, holy shit. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. We, holy shit is right. We played acoustic at that one and then ran out the door. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to play the full show. So we, we, oh, we nice. wish we could have stayed longer, but it was, it was, it was wild. Yeah, she was like, you know, a bunch of there was a bunch of people from Boston that were that had come out for the show, and she's like, I've never seen anything like that. And I was like, yeah, it's we get that a lot. I didn't, sometimes it's not even a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're rowdy. No, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, what what else do you want to tell me about you guys and how you know about you and uh, where where this is going? Or <clears throat> I, I appreciate everything you've said about the songs. Um, you know, we, I, I believe in all the songs we play. Like I, I even the, when the, we cover songs, I feel like they fit that same feeling and it's about happiness and being together. So I know it sounds dumb, but like in the old days, if you were in a band, you would go and at some point a record individual would come to your show and he would be like, yes or no. Yeah. And that conversation never happens anymore. So you've got a, all these bands out there that never hear no, they never hear yes. And it all happens in the background, and, and I think that 
when you someone's willing to say they like the stuff like you have been from the beginning and post about it like we really appreciate it yeah. because it's just not a conversation that happens anymore it's all about metrics and numbers and you know scalability and all that stuff as opposed to like I dig what's happening here so yeah. you know I, I appreciate that oh yeah yeah I get a lot of shit actually for it from, from people they're like oh you always post about Dalton but you never post about us I'm like well <laughs> there could be a reason for that <laughs> but uh you know, you guys have been super nice to me in the show, so I appreciate that a lot. I really do. Glad, um, glad to finally be able to sit down. It's just been so... I've, I feel like, personally, for the first time, I have an understanding of what my next three months look like. Yeah. I haven't had that for a long time. That's awesome. It was always like, week to week, Bryce and I would be like, well, let's, we've got a two-week plan. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's awesome. You know, I, I'm super happy for you guys. You know, I can't wait for the new album. Um, I'm actually going to bump a lot of people that I've already scheduled for this show so that this comes up. Sorry. No, no, it's all right. Sorry, guys. I, you know, not, this sounds really arrogant, but I, I could stop recording and have shows up through June. So they they can wait. Uh, the local guys to me come first. Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait to hear it. You know, I thank you guys so much for, for being on. I know you guys got, I'm sure you want to do. You think it's exciting, but we just want to eat a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Or a wiener. Don't call it a hot dog. They will not serve you. Hot wiener. Yeah, I'm definitely dying for a nice hot wiener right now. It doesn't really matter. And then that's the end of all of the show. So sorry. Remember, this is a no-edit podcast. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Dennis, why did you say that? Wow. Jake, that was really quick. Wow. Well played. Dennis, come up with that button. <laughs> so I got my, my, my last two questions so you guys can go eat. Um, looking around, I don't see a lot of boots. I'm always in boots. Well, here, this is a good segue right here. Oh, God. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Finish your question. Well, what are your boots? These? Yeah. These are Tacovas. That's what I'm I literally own, I wear cowboy boots I have for the past 15 years. Uh, that's all I own. Nice. I own this, a pair of sandals, and a pair of Crocs. Nice. So I have two pairs of cowboy boots. Like, I, when I go to a wedding, I shine my cowboy boots. Yeah, hell yeah. You got it. Nice. So, so I, I want to be clear here, because this could be the end of our relationship. No, it's not. Uh, you know, but we, so I like boots. I'm all for it. But my true love is wearing rainbow sandals. Nice. Everywhere. So, like, we, I, like, literally show up in appropriate places all the time with them on. That's awesome. And, uh, so we wrote a song about it. It's on the next record. Awesome. Called Keep Our Bows. So just a little... Yeah. It's, it's like not boots and whiskey. You know that's what I mean? Yeah. But, it's all good. Uh, whiskey. Whiskey we're doing really well with. Well, let's, that's so the next question. It's, it's a little bit of boots and a lot of whiskey. Yeah. What's what's our whiskey of choice? So... Our choice is. I should say. Like, no. We, we, we <laughs> love whiskey. I would say that's... I mean, maybe not everybody loves whiskey, but we love whiskey. I'm a beer guy. Yeah. My yeah. favorite is... Uh, I don't even know if it's a true whiskey, really, but the uh, Whistle Pig. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whistle Pig. Oh, I haven't had it yet. It's great. Oh, my God. I haven't had it. I'm actually too just, just they, cheap, uh, too cheap to buy it. It's expensive. It's, it's expensive. old-fashioned band. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, we love old-fashioned. We, we yeah. have nights out, yeah. But, we're so in Chicago. Dennis is really into uh, Malort. Malort. Oh. Dennis is a big Malort guy. Uh, yeah. Love yeah. Malort. Also, the band just broke up. Uh, I mean, I've had people tell me fireball on this show, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> now we so we we got some really good friends, and, and one of them, this kid Zach, um, we let him stay in the band house with us for the weekend for Fourth of July on Nantucket, 
and he bought like a really expensive bottle of whistle pig. We put it in the fri- in the freezer. It was gone that night. It was yeah. gone that it night. Was, yeah. It was unbelievable. I actually woke up at 8.30 in the morning. Zach was standing in the hallway with the last sip of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was leaving against the post at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. Sitting in the I'll tell you though, if we, we I, I don't know if I can send this to you guys yet. If we sell out the Fenway show, I am buying a ridiculously expensive bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Maybe one to two weeks later. And we're just gonna, we're gonna celebrate. It's gonna be awesome. That's you guys are gonna hate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have your finest Bud Lights. <laughs> you got have me drink two whiskey drinks of that. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's I, I didn't start liking it until about a year ago. And, yeah. Um, I love whiskey. Now it's... I actually used to like it, but then, you know, things happen. Yeah. Well, because I was drinking IPAs during, you know, the height, the height of pandemic and everybody was home and I was like, oh, I'll do something new. Yeah. Might, as, might as well. And... One, it was super expensive, and two, I couldn't ever find anything I liked. Yeah. You know, that was like, oh, I can't wait to have this again. Oh, you know? I, I got a cool story about the. So, in the beginning of the pandemic, we did a fundraiser for um, the bartenders. Yeah. It was really organic. It was a very quick hit, but one of the guys we knew from town was a Jack Daniels rep. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I have his number? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so he he gave us he sent us ten thousand dollars. Damn. to give to the bartenders because they can't they have to be at arm's length of a bar yeah. he's like listen we want to help out we can't we just we know you know them get it in their hands and like so they gave it to us so this whole thing it was amazing and it was really cool and we did it I, I'll say it, we did it first we were the first man yeah. to do it and then we got out when everybody else started doing it yeah. we just, it was like it never happened it was great because the people that we cared about that we knew were helped on that one weekend in St. Patrick's Day when they lost that yeah. huge weekend and it was like we were out but they uh, they made me a Tennessee Squire, which is the secret club of uh, Jack Daniels. Yeah. And they gave me uh, I own like a three square foot piece of the land <clears> where <throat> where it is, and I have a special card. And they send you letters in the mail like shitting on you for not keeping your property up. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like so I, I got a card. So it, it, you get to nominate one person as a Tennessee Squire for your life. But there's like really cool, like much more famous people that have it, and uh, than me. I don't know. We snuck into the bar, but they uh, kept. They we showed up one day, and there was just two, like refrigerator boxes full of Jack Daniels stuff oh. on my front porch, oh. <laughs> and it was a problem. I mean, everybody got one. I was all, a whiskey drinker for that month. We all <laughs> signed, <laughs> all signed by the master distiller. Damn. And. Uh, you know, it actually it started during pro the end of pro- prohibition. They couldn't make enough product, so they started giving away the fake parcels of land to be like, hold on until we get it, and that's where they sent out the annual letter. That's and all awesome. Stuff. That's cool? a cool story. Yeah. So that's I got a, I got a deed. It's the only land I own in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> three three square foot of unincorporated Tennessee. Yeah, you know, Jack was how I got in. You know, my wife's you know <clears throat> being Boston Irish Catholic. You know, she she can drink. She doesn't listen to these, so I can say whatever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was like, we went to Nashville, and she's like, you going to have Jack with me? And I'm like, no, I don't like whiskey. And, and now it's like, I can't, I can't stop. I can't it's stop. A, Sounds a, like a, probably it's a problem. problem. <laughs> it's a problem, but, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a good it's one. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. But guys, you know, thank you so much. Like, this is thank awesome. This has been a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the show tonight. And. Fenway, obviously. You know. As always, we'll try not to suck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks so much, man. And thanks, we'll, we'll be in touch. Thanks, awesome. good, man. Thanks. Thank you. Well, there you have it. 
my conversation with Dalton and the sheriffs, I, I could have sat down with them for hours and hours and hours and asked so many questions. Um, but like I said, you know, this band means a lot to me. Um, like I said in the conversation, Luckier by Half, their last album, has become almost like a soundtrack to me and to my life and to this show. And um, it's it really means the world to me that they sat down with me. And I cannot wait for, to see them in September um, open up MGM Music Venue down at Fenway. Um, thank you guys so much for listening um, to all the... Dalton and the Sheriff fans that have listened to this, you know, thank you for taking the time. Um, I know what this band means to you as well. So I thank you all so much for that. Um, really, thank you, Scully, Den, Jay, Ryan, Jake, Bryce. You guys are the best. You really are. And I really appreciate everything. Um, we got a few things coming up this week. As you know, um, Dalton and the Sheriff's new album is coming out we're still here that comes out on friday um, we have a lot of stuff going on too this week um, unfortunately we can't make any of the dalton and the sheriff shows that are local this week um, but we will be at garth brooks on saturday covering all the stuff there and as of right now we'll be at aaron lewis as well sunday night um, so stay tuned for all of that um, really i can't thank you all enough for this follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for everything. It's really, really been a pleasure doing this for everybody. Check out Dalton and the Sheriffs if you haven't already. They are the real deal. Um, you know, before before it's too late. And I say that not because they're going anywhere, but they're going to blow up. They're going to become one of those bands where you're going to say, hey, I remember when. And very, very well deserved. Gentlemen, thank you all so much. Everybody else, thank you so much. Until next time, keep the boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, everyone.